The Atlanta Braves are hot after a sweep of the Colorado Rockies over the weekend. We'll break down that series and tell you how they got it done with a couple of close extra inning wins as well. And we'll talk about the minor league update of the week, giving you some of the top performances on the farm. And then I'll set you up for what comes next for the Braves and how they continue this hot streak. All that on today's episode of Locked On Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on Twitter at shortstopball. Check out my bio there to see everywhere I am covering the game of baseball, including your Atlanta Braves in written form over at tomahawktake.com. Also covering college baseball over at College Baseball Nation. And what a weekend it was in college baseball. If you are a fan of baseball at all, you need to be checking out these NCAA regionals. Been a lot of fun. I know the Georgia Bulldogs bowed out a little early, but uh, the weekend of action in college baseball was a lot of fun to watch. So hopefully you enjoying that as well. And make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter at Lockdown underscore Braves. Make sure that you subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube as well. And if you could, please hit that notifications bell and put a like on this video. It does help out the show a ton. I really do appreciate all of your support. And thanks for making Lockdown Braves your first listen each and every day. We post episodes daily, five days a week, Monday through Friday, and are free and available on all platforms. And before we get into this episode, I want to remind you that it is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. The Atlanta Braves started not looking too good on the road trip after a couple of tough losses in Arizona, but they picked it up, salvaged the game to end that series, and then now have won five in a row after getting a four-game sweep over the Rockies in Colorado. It was their first ever four-game sweep in Colorado, and they finished with a five-and-two road trip. They got to 500 with the win on Saturday, got over 500 with the win on Sunday, the first time they've been over 500 since they they were two and one after three games into the season when they went when they were two and one after a couple of wins against the Reds. So it's a great feeling. It's much like last year. Obviously, uh, honestly, they've they've done it sooner than they did last year, uh, and so hopefully they're able to get on a roll. Still, 12 games left against teams over 500. They're in this 29 game stretch against teams below 500 we're going to talk about that a little bit more later uh, in the third segment but starting to take advantage against some of these teams something they weren't doing to begin the season so great to see five and two road trip five game win streak a four game sweep i love to see it certainly excited about that from the atlanta braves so let's break down quickly just highlight uh some of these games or each of these games uh, and obviously we talked about the Friday one on the postcast. Hopefully you listened to that if you have not already. But on Friday, both teams went scoreless through nine innings. Only the second time in the history of that ballpark 
that it's happened that two teams went into extra innings scoreless. Max Freed was brilliant in this game. I talked about how he kind of been struggling his last four starts. Not necessarily struggling, but maybe by his standards, struggling a little bit. Seems like he was fighting his command at times. That was not the case on Friday night. Eight innings, two hits, one walk. That one walk came in the eighth inning. Uh, so, you know, can understand that. Maybe tiring a little bit. Obviously, no earned runs. Just four strikeouts. But he was getting a ton of weak contact. An average exit velocity against of just 81.7 miles per hour. It, in my opinion, was the best start of the season so far for Max Freed, especially pitching in that ballpark. So, great stuff from Max Freed. And when he... He pitches like that, which, you know, he pitches great a lot. But when he is that dominant, you cannot lose that start. You cannot lose a game when Max Freed pitches like he did on Friday. Braves almost did, but thankfully they did not. Got the three to one victory, went to extra innings. They got the ghost runner in, got some help from the Rockies pitching, some uh, some walked batters, some wild pitches, scored the, the first run. But then Matt Olson, they walk Austin Riley to load the bases with two outs for Matt Olson. Earlier in the game, he had taken a pitch opposite field, a line drive right to the left fielder. He does it again this time up in an 0-2 count and laces it down the left field line for two RBI. And honestly, it was it was just massive. Obviously, the Rockies would score in the bottom of the tent, so you know how big it is to not only get that ghost runner in in extra innings, which the Braves have struggled at at times, why they're so bad with the Manfred rule in these new extra innings formats, but you got to get more than just that ghost runner in. And the Braves were able to do that with that big hit by Matt Olson. After having nine hits with runners in scoring position on Thursday and that uh, uh, offensive outburst by the Braves, they were just one for seven on Friday with runners in scoring position. And that one hit obviously being from Matt Olson in the 10th inning there. On Saturday, again, not much offense, and two teams went one-to-one in the extras. Only the sixth time that has happened in the history of that ballpark, and now two of them were in this series. So just crazy turn of events, especially you look at the games in Colorado before that. Miami and Colorado had a slugfest doubleheader on that Wednesday. Braves put up a bunch of hits and runs on Thursday. Rocky scored six in that game as well, and then they go silent in the next two games. So... Baseball is definitely an interesting sport. Um, but they go 1-1 into extras. Each team scored in the 10th inning. Again, getting that ghost runner in is not enough. You got to get more than that. Things looked bad for the Braves in the 11th inning. Looks like they weren't even going to get that one ghost runner in. But with two outs, Ozuna doubled, Contreras doubled, and then Adam Duvall with a big two-run homer to put it out of reach. The Braves end up getting the 6-2 to two win in, in 11 innings. Back-to-back games, the Braves win in extra innings with the Manfred rule. Um, that is certainly something to take notice of, and hopefully a trend that continues. In that game, Spencer Strider got the start. Battle with walks, and it's something I, I don't think I mentioned, but I, I, I meant to mention. Um, you heard Peter Moylan talk a lot on the broadcast about how the, the balls just handled differently and moved differently in Colorado, and I thought maybe that could have an effect on some of Spencer Strider's pitches just his first time being there. Uh, not really knowing what effect that would have on his pitcher. So maybe that had something to do with the lack of command in that game. But he walked five batters, only lasted four innings, but he only gave up one earned run. So did a good job, obviously, limiting the damage, only gave up two hits, had five strikeouts on 87 pitches. So, again, not a, not a terrible outing. Honestly, it, it was like a Bryce Elder outing from earlier in the year. You know, Bryce Elder could give you four innings, 
uh, of one earned or two earned runs. That's kind of what we got from Spencer Strider here. Obviously, we're looking for a little more, and hopefully we get it next time out. On, in the game Saturday, Riley had a home run and a triple. Should have had another hit later in the game. Brendan Rodgers trapped a ball on the infield. I, I mean, honestly, he could have gotten up and thrown Riley out, but he played it off like he caught it. The umpire played along with him. Unfortunately, that's not a reviewable play, but that ball is absolutely smoked. So Riley still continuing to hit the ball really hard. What's great to see. And the bullpen, like I said, Strider only went four innings. The bullpen was outstanding on Saturday. Chavez, McHugh, Smith, O'Day, Minter, and Stevens combined to allow just one hit and one walk over seven scoreless innings in relief. So great job by the bullpen in that game. The only run allowed there by the bullpen was that ghost runner in the 10th inning that A.J. Minter allowed. Um, so great work by the bullpen on Saturday, closing things down after Strider only went four innings. On Sunday, after no offense for the last two days, both kind of broke out on Sunday. The Braves scored three in the top of the first. The Rockies answered with three in the bottom of the first, and the Braves added three more in the second inning to take a 6-3 to three lead. It looked like the Braves might cruise to a win as they were up 8-4 to four going into the bottom of the eighth. Then Will Smith, working on back-to-back -back days, allowed a two-run homer. Again, the home run ball just continues to plague him as it has in his tenure with Atlanta. That made it an 8-6 to six game. Jansen came in. He obviously has been struggling a little bit lately. He gave up a leadoff homer to Charlie Blackman in the ninth. That made it a one-run game. He got the next two, but then gave up a double to C.J. Crone. And then Jansen didn't cover first base on a ball hit to Matt Olson. And Matt Olson, I'm so glad he's as tall as he is. He dove and beat the runner to the first base bag to end the game there. And the Braves hold on for the 8-7 to win. After an over on Saturday, Acuna picked up four hits on Sunday, including a home run. He also stole his 10th bag of the season. So great to see that for Acuna after a one-game slump there. Um, Morton struggled early. In this game, again, walking the first two batters of the game, he walked three in total in that first inning. Something he's been struggling with this year, obviously, is, is those first innings and just trying to really feel his way into a game. And that came back to hurt him here as he gave up three in that first inning. But he seemed to get better as the game goes on, went on. Hopefully, that's a good sign, a sign of things to come. But, again, I've kind of been fooled by that in a couple of his starts this year. So, Again, just going to have to see him be more consistent in those early innings and throughout his starts before I fully come around on Charlie Morton, who I've admitted I'm a little concerned about at this point, at least concerned as far as him being that top of the rotation, $20 million pitcher that we saw last year. I mean, I still think even at his worst, what he is now, I think he's a middle of the rotation starter. But obviously, we, we want to see a little bit more from Charlie, and I'm sure Charlie does as well still struck out eight batters in five innings pitch so again looked better as the game went on hopefully he can take that into his next start speaking of next we are going to give you our minor league update for the week i'll give you an update on the top prospects and who performed the best this past week at the, the minor league level for the braves we'll discuss that next our next partner is one i use literally every day i started taking athletic greens because i wanted better gut health as I get older, that's something that I struggle with every day, and AG1 has worked wonders for me in that area. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, super, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. 
This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day, so he created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. On our minor league recap this week, as I started doing a couple of weeks ago, going to go through the top prospects first, my top 10 prospects, and then I'll give you the highlights from each level. Obviously, my number one prospect, Michael Harris, has been promoted to the big league, so we'll need to find somebody else new for the top 10. And if you have some suggestions, let me know down in the comment section below. Drew Waters, over the last seven days, gone kind of cold. Yeah, it got off to a hot start. Uh, obviously was dealing with that hamstring issue to begin the year. But this past week in five games, got just two hits, both singles, a walk. But he did just have three strikeouts, which is an improvement for him over five games. But um, not racking up the hits. His season slash line is down to 253, 295, 386. Just two home runs, four stolen bases, four walks, and 27 strikeouts in 22 games for Drew Waters. Bon Grissom. Over his last seven days, seven for 24, a double, a walk, two Ks, and three stolen bases. On the season, slashing 264, 362, 396, five home runs, 21 walks to just 26 strikeouts and 11 stolen bases. You know, he's doing exactly what you would expect him to do. Good bat-to-ball skills, putting the ball in play. He does have five home runs, but the the slugging percentage obviously under 400 and you'd like to see that go up a little bit more maybe a few more doubles in there but he's racking up the hits average at 264 is a little low uh you would want to see him more around 275 280 uh you know was kind of hoping he'd get off to a hot start and then get promoted to double a but i just don't think there's really a reason to do that right now but other than just you know the lack of, of power which you would kind of uh, expect from him i think he's doing everything you expected him to do again getting the walks not striking out a ton stealing bases um getting on base i mean he's getting on base at a 362 clip so i think von grissom's doing what you would expect obviously just hoping for a little bit more in the power department freddie tarnick not a good start this past week three and two-thirds innings seven hits a walk six earned run and five strikeouts on the year now, he's made nine starts, 39 innings, a 5.77 ERA, 1.41 whip, and 38 strikeouts to 18 walks. So has not been great overall for Freddie this year. Hopefully he gets it going. Jared Schuster has been the best pitcher in the Braves system this year, but he also had a rough one this past week. Uh, just two and two-thirds innings, four hits, three walks, six earned. Six strikeouts, by far his worst performance of the year. Still, overall, good numbers through 10 starts, 50 and two-thirds innings, a 302 ERA, 0.97 whip, 
57 strikeouts to just 14 walks. So still good stuff overall for Jared Schuster. Kyle Muller had a really good start this past week at Gwinnett. Seven innings, just four hits and a walk, one earned run and eight strikeouts. And nine starts this year, 49 and a third innings, 3.47 ERA, 1.24 whip, 64 strikeouts in those 49 and a third innings and 18 walks. So he's been really solid. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets another opportunity in the rotation at some point this year. Bryce Elder, his final line is not going to look as good as he actually pitched this past week. His final line reads six and two thirds, six hits, three walks, five earned, two strikeouts. I don't like the, the three walks, obviously, but he was cruising through six innings, and he got the first two batters out in the seventh, and then it went double single, hit batter, and double, which led to four more runs, which, again, made his final line look a lot worse than he actually was in that outing. His season ERA at Gwinnett, 36 and two-thirds innings, a 5.40 ERA, just a 1.04 whip, though, 36 strikeouts, 13 walks. Again, need to see him start uh, limiting those walks, which he did much better of uh, the week before this past one. But three walks still in his last outing, not great. But again, his final line, you know, makes it look a lot worse than he really was this past week. Braden Shoemake, he's cooled off significantly as well. Just three for seventeen this past week. Did have a homer, no walks, and three strikeouts. He's now slashing. Uh, just or he's hitting 258 on the season, just a 360, 316 on base percentage and a 693 OPS, has three home runs and 159 at bats. So, you know, got off to that hot start. Had people thinking, you know, maybe this was going to be the breakout year for Braden Shoemake, but has cooled off a good bit here of late. AJ Smith Shaver didn't pitch this last week. I couldn't find any info on why he didn't pitch, um, but I'll try to. Find something out and update you uh, when I know. And then Darius Vines uh, went five innings this past week, gave up seven hits, didn't walk anybody, though. So he only gave up three earned runs and had seven strikeouts and 10 starts this year. He has a 4.38 ERA in 51 and a third innings, a 1.32 whip, 65 strikeouts. So he's uh, piling up the strikeouts and just 15 walks. So still solid year overall for Darius Vines. Going through each system real quickly to highlight the top performer there. Ed Gwinnett, Phil Gosselin, 7 for 15 this past week. A double, four runs batted in, two walks, and just one strikeout. Had a walk-off, two-run double in the 10th inning for Gwinnett, Gwinnett in one of their games. He's honestly having a great year. I know the Braves just added some infield depth with some minor league signings, but I got to think Gosselin is the guy they call up if needed, if somebody is needed on the infield. Tucker Davidson had a good start, seven innings. Did give up eight hits, but didn't walk anybody, so he only allowed two earned runs and had eight strikeouts. Wascari Noah did walk some batters. He walked four, uh, but only allowed two hits and one earned run and struck out seven. At Mississippi, Drew Lugbauer, eight for 20 this past week, a double, two homers. Uh, had a 12.05 OPS on the week. He has 13 home runs on the season. They got a couple, a pair of mashers there. C.J. Alexander also hit two home runs this past week and has 10 on the year. Out of the bullpen for Mississippi, Coleman Huntley, two games, four and two-thirds innings, three hits, no walks, no earned, and nine strikeouts in those four and two-thirds innings out of the bullpen. Indigo Diaz, an exciting reliever prospect, three games, three innings, one hit, one walk, no earned, and six strikeouts. And Tanner Gordon, five innings pitched, three hits, two walks, no earned, and five strikeouts, a good start for him. In Rome, 
Bryson Horn was eight for 17 this past week in just four games, had one double, a triple, and two home runs for a 1471 OPS. The 23 year old first baseman out of Columbus State, Bryson Horn. Justin Henry Malloy having a big year, a prospect you need to keep an eye on. Eight for 21 this past week, a double, three home runs, three walks, a 1297 OPS on the week. The Georgia Tech product. Again, having a huge year, he's slashing 307, 404, 518 with eight home runs in 44 games down at Rome. The starting pitching for Rome this past week was really good. I tweeted out their combined numbers, but I'll give you their individual numbers here. Dylan Dodd, uh, six innings, seven hits, one walk, no earned, 10 strikeouts. Lissandro Santos, seven innings, two hits, four walks, no earned, nine strikeouts. He started a game and had a save this week for Rome. Andrew Hoffman, we wrote about him over at TomahawkTake.com a couple of weeks ago. You want to go check that out. He's performing very well this season. But this past week, five innings, four hits, one walk, one earned, and eight strikeouts. On the year, he had a 2.82 ERA, 1.14 whip, 51 innings pitch, 62 strikeouts, and just 14 walks. So again, a couple of names there at Rome to keep an eye on. And Justin Henry, Henry Malloy on the offensive side and Andrew Hoffman on the pitching side. Also on the pitching side for Rome, Rottery Munoz, uh, six innings, just one hit, no walks, no earned, and seven strikeouts. So a great game there for Rottery. Roiber Salinas had a solid game, five innings, five hits, one walk, just one earned run, and six strikeouts. And then finally, down at Augusta, the Green Jackets, Stephen Pellini, had was seven for 15 this past week, two doubles, a triple, two walks, a stolen base, a 1262 OPS. Caleb Durbin, six for 13, a double, five runs batted in, six walks, a stolen base, and an 1170 OPS. On the pitching side, Chris Anglin, five innings, just one hit and one walk, no earned runs, and five strikeouts. He was a 16th round pick last year out of Howard Junior College, and he has a 358 ERA, 1.26 whip this year for Augusta and then JJ Necro he got moved into the starting rotation went seven innings allowed just two earned on six hits and a walk with six strikeouts so some exciting stuff there on the farm not so much for the top prospects for the Braves this week and if there's anybody you want me to add to that list obviously Michael Harris has been promoted if there's somebody you think needs to be added to the top 10 that I have let me know down in the comments section below but next, want to preview the Braves and what they have coming up next on their schedule as they continue to ride this hot streak. How will they do that? We'll discuss that after the break. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. The Atlanta Braves are off on Monday, so send me in any of your questions that you have. We'll be doing a mailbag episode on Tuesday. I wanted to talk about what's next for the Braves. Again, they're in the middle of this 29-game stretch that they have against teams below 500. Got off to a little bit of a slow start in that stretch, but have picked things up as of late. They have 12 more games left against these teams under 
500. They started the stretch back on May 20th against the Marlins. The Braves are now 11 and 6 over those 17 games. So looking really good there. Again, got 12 games left, two against the A's, who have lost six in a row in nine of their last 10. So you got a team in the A's who are really cold, a team in the Braves who are really hot. Hopefully, both of those trends continue. And then you have four against the Pirates over the weekend. The Pirates are maybe the best team on the these next 12 games that they have. They just swept the Dodgers and then took two out of three against the Diamondbacks. So um, all six of those games are at home, the ones against the Pirates and the, uh, the A's. And then they finish out this stretch on the road with three against the Nationals, who just swept the Reds. They have Miami and Milwaukee before that series, and they're getting Steven Strasburg back. Not sure if he'll be lined up to pitch against the Braves at this point or not, but they are getting Steven Strasburg back, probably trying to hope that he pitches well enough that they can trade him at the deadline. Uh, the Braves have an off day next Thursday, and then they finish this 12-game stretch against the Chicago Cubs. So, again, need them to finish off this stretch of games going 8-4. and four. You know, that would be 19-10 and 10 over this 29-game stretch that they have against teams below 500. That would put them five games over 500. That would really set them up for, you know, what's to come next and put them back in. Maybe not the division race because the Mets are they are good. I mean, there's no no other way around that, but at least set them up in the wild card and put them in a better position going forward after their sluggish start that they had. And just finish, you know, finishing off this month after this stretch, after that Cubs series, they have four against the Giants and three against the Dodgers, all of those games at home. And then they finish the month against the Phillies, who seem to be playing inspired baseball after Joe Girardi was fired so a tough end to the month for the braves that's why they really got to keep this hot streak going against these in these next 12 games against teams below 500 that will do it for this episode of locked on braves be sure to follow us on twitter at locked on underscore braves you can follow me at shortstop ball make sure that you rate review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast and we will talk to you next time Hey, this is Stacy Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 